On today's episode, we are ranking the top 12 dynasty quarterbacks in the fourth part of a four-part series where we go through and rank the top 12 at every position group in dynasty fantasy football. I'm Avery Huffman. I'm here with Nathan Schmidt. Hey, hey. And Simon Denny. Welcome back. Welcome to Dynasty Domain. All right, we're going to start this week how we start every week and that's with our trade scenario of the week. I said week 3 times there, Nathan. How do you how do you feel about that? I feel okay, okay. I guess. Good. He feels weak. Yeah. I, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was not that funny. All right. Uh trade scenario of the week who's got it? Nathan, it's your job. All right. <laughs> uh team 1 gets Kyler Murray and Tyreek Hill. Team 2 gets Josh Allen and Michael Pittman. So pretty straight up, pretty to the point and pretty easy to Remember and talk about. So, uh, Avery, what do you think? Well, I haven't had a lot of time to think about this because I just heard it. But uh, Josh Allen is a Tier 1 QB. Kyler Murray is a Tier 2 QB in our Dynasty Domain rankings. Uh, In the wide receiver rankings, Tyreek Hill is a wide receiver in the third tier. And Michael Pittman is in the fifth tier. Uh, so you're going down two tiers at each position there. Um, so naturally, I think I have to go with the higher quarterback, which would be the Josh Allen, Michael Pittman side. I think the combination of, um, you know, a little bit of uncertainty, not only with Kyler Murray's future right now, uh, but his longevity in the league, although Kyler does look like somebody that I think would last longer than that, that, standard type of quarterback i do think kyler will have a longer league life uh you know josh allen number one being uh one of the three best dynasty fantasy assets you can have and number two having an overall better uh play style in terms of longevity uh for dynasty fantasy football i'm gonna just take the side with him and Pittman. i i don't really think the Pittman tyreek side is a whole lot for me because you know when the the difference in the wide receivers is made up for and the the difference in quarterbacks and I do think there's a big enough difference between Allen and Murray to where I just go ahead and take Josh Allen. So what do you guys think? Oh man, this one's actually hard for me uh, because I love Josh Allen. What? And, um, yeah. <laughs> Say that yeah. again. You do what? I do really. Like, really why don't you marry like, him? Then? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, but. I don't know. I, I like Michael Pittman as well, and I am expecting him to take a step up next year with Matt Ryan. Interesting, yeah. Um, and then on the other hand, I'm not the biggest Kyler fan. I mean, he's an elite quarterback in fantasy standards, but not really sure about the NFL standpoint. And um, Tyreek is on the decline, I guess, from here on out, especially being on a new team. And obviously, we still have him as like what, our wide receiver seven. Yeah. But uh, just just dissecting this right now, I'm, I would land with the Josh Allen and Michael Pittman side just because of the um, stamped in uh, value you have with Josh Allen. He's he is a top three dynasty asset from now on. I mean, for the, for as far out as you you can see, um, and Kyler has some questions and Tyreek has some questions. So um, yeah, we'll take the upside of Michael Pittman and the stud and josh allen i think it should be noted too that i i think if you're a, a contender you probably are thinking about taking kyler murray tyreek hill um if you're rebuilding i don't really think it's 
that close, actually. I think I'm definitely taking yeah, the Josh Allen easy. side. But contending, I could definitely see, like, there's a good chance I think I would take the Kyler Tyreek side because of the um, the production upside that that duo would offer this year. All right, Nathan, what's up? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to expand on this too much because I do um, I do agree with you on the side, but I will say I'm a little bit more extreme than you guys on this. Um, I didn't even have to think twice about this. You had me at Josh Allen. had me at Alola, at hello. And I just... <clears throat> Josh Allen, I trust. Hello, every, I. I it, it was a saying, dude. Right. It was I'm a reference to about. a movie. Nobody said hello, Jerry Maguire. Um, we so, don't all watch the boring movies like you do. No, I didn't. I, everyone just knows that statement. Yeah, I haven't even seen every, the movie. We don't you all watch Talladega it. Nights. Tom Cruise. Okay, to be fair, everyone has seen Talladega Nights, but you guys. Oh my gosh. We said that in the chat in one of our leagues, and they're like, "Are you <sighs> serious? Shut up." Yeah. Everybody thought you guys were drinking juice boxes. All right. Watching cartoons. Let, yep. <laughs> Let me talk. Um, Josh Allen is. Uh, I'm taking him all day over Kyler, and the difference between Pittman and Tyreek, even though it's uh, three tiers apart. Yeah. Three yeah. tiers apart. There's still an age gap that is large enough for sure. me to to um, think yeah. that Michael Pittman could even jump up significantly from where he is right Although now. Pittman's only like three and a half years younger, <clears throat> so it's not that big of an. That's age three gap. and a half extra years to be as to yeah. be even just a tier lower than Tyreek is. Yeah, and I it's I don't not think that much. I don't think obviously Pittman's but upside is not that of Tyreek. No, but it doesn't matter to me when you're putting Josh Allen uh, on. on team two like i'm taking team two all day i don't like kyle i'm straight up don't like kyler murray i admire him for his athletic ability and his fantasy production um there's obviously been questions about his leadership in the offseason and even though i don't think that will amount to much um short term i do think there's going to be some long-term issues uh with that not necessarily like the intangibles and leadership but when it comes to what team he's going to be on his health how much he's going to get paid i mean they're they're having contract issues right now and um are those true we don't know for sure but um i i have my doubts and kyler is never going to surpass josh allen he's not going to last as long as josh allen and for the qb that's been the number one qb overall the last two years, um, it's not a question for me, and it's not enough for me to down tier uh, to a questionable quarterback that isn't going to last me as long as Allen is. So. Yeah. Now, now you know. Don't I wouldn't. I'm. We'll get into this actually. So I won't even say that. I don't want you to be shorting Kyler Murray because Kyler has had solid three years in the NFL. Like I mean, yeah. he, he's looked pretty good. But we'll get there. Uh, okay. So I think we all kind of agree on which side we're taking there. Yep. Um, that's rare. So yeah. I, well, yeah. I know. I'm kind of like. Well, I don't know what to do rare. now. What are we going to argue about? Well, we got oh, plenty to argue about what? because uh, we're going to go through and give our uh, top 12 Dynasty QBs now. And uh, these rankings are actually super duper close. There's really probably only going to be a, a couple like disagreement discussions we have. One at the top and then one uh, closer to the 10-11 range where we have Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford, and Aaron Rodgers. Um, but with that being said, what we'll do is I'll, we'll all go through and give our individual rankings. And then we will go through and give you the composite rankings and how those fell out. So... Uh, I'll go ahead and start this week. Uh, at number one, I have Patrick Mahomes. At number two, I have Justin Herbert. And at number three, I have Josh Allen. Please do not freak out. I will explain these positions later. They're not as controversial as you think. Uh, at number four, I have Deshaun Watson. 
at number five, I have Kyler. At number six, I have Lamar. At number seven, I have Joe Burrow. At number eight, I have Dak. At number nine, I have Matt Stafford. At number 10, I have Russell Wilson. At number 11, Aaron Rodgers. And at number 12, Trevor Lawrence. Okay, Nathan, let's hear yours. All right, at number one, I've got Patrick Mahomes, just like Avery. At number two, I have Josh Allen. Number three, Justin Herbert. Four, Deshaun Watson. Five, Lamar Jackson. Six, Joe Burrow. Seven, Kyler Murray. Eight, Dak Prescott. Nine, Russell Wilson. Ten, Matt Stafford. Eleven, Aaron Rodgers. And twelve, Trevor Lawrence. All right, Simon. All right, so my number one overall player in Dynasty is Josh Allen. No questions asked. No surprise there either. Questions asked. Yeah. Uh, Two is Justin Herbert, and three is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Four, I have Deshaun Watson. Five, Lamar. Six is Kyler. Seven is Burrow. And then eight, I have Dak Prescott. Then Russell Wilson, Matt Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, and at 12, Trevor Lawrence. All right. And for our official Dynasty Domain Top 12 quarterback, Number one is Patrick Mahomes. Number two is Josh Allen. Number three is Justin Herbert. Number four, Deshaun Watson. Number five is Lamar Jackson. Number six is Kyler Murray. Number seven, Joe Burrow. Number eight, Dak Prescott. Number nine, Russell Wilson. Number 10, Matthew Stafford. Number 11, Aaron Rodgers. And number 12, Trevor Lawrence. All right. Let's get into breaking these guys down and let's have a little bit of a discussion here. So obviously we'll go ahead and talk about these top three guys together. Uh, the three guys being, you know, number one, Patrick Mahomes, number two, Josh Allen, and number three, Justin Herbert. Uh, I'm going to give you my take to start on this. Um, and I think we have similar takes, Nathan. I just, I know Simon is, we've already had this discussion and it's just going to get interesting here. But um, with these three guys, I don't think you can go wrong taking any of these three at the beginning of a startup draft. Uh, To me, I think the first three picks are about equally as valuable as long as you're taking one of these quarterbacks. I do think there's a clear separation between these three guys and then the next set of guys, which would be Watson, Jackson, Murray, and Burrow. Uh, but at the same time, I'm looking at you know how I'm building rosters around these three guys, and I own all three of these guys one way or another in Dynasty Fantasy Football. Um, and I've taken all three of them in startup drafts too. And I don't feel better about one of them on my team than I feel about the other, um, partially because they all have their pros and cons. Um, so for me, I'm assuming the opinion that there is no wrong answer if you're taking Justin Herbert, number one, if you're taking Josh Allen, number one, or if you're taking Patrick Mahomes, number one. I think their ceilings are at least in the same ballpark. Uh, The age is obviously not that much of a difference between them. And production-wise, I don't think that there is a clear enough difference for me to to sway either way. Uh, You agree with that, Nathan? I agree. Yeah, for the most part, I agree. Well, what did you disagree with? Uh, I still think it's um, one, two, either or Mahomes, Josh Allen, and then I think it's a hard three, Herbert. Interesting. Simon, what do you think? Uh, so specifically Herbert there, uh, I would, I would say that um, out of the three of them, he does offer the most risk. Uh, just based on the fact he's still on his in his rookie contract, um, he doesn't have that solid long term contract locked in yet. Um, I mean, you don't think he's gonna get one? 
Yeah, he is. But I mean, we know these other players they're being built around. They are the franchise QBs. You know, there there something big could happen. You never know. Uh, like what? Like what? Let's let's expand on that. Have you ever heard of Deshaun Watson? I'm not saying Justin Herbert. That's is a terrible, I'm just saying that's a terrible no, like, argument not. to make. No. Yes, it is. You can't you can't use one situation where somebody's a crappy person and apply it to any QB and say, oh, there's risk involved. There's lots of there's lots of QBs and lots of star QBs who have had something wrong in their career. I mean, Donovan McNabb, um, uh, not Donovan. Uh, okay, Michael, Michael Vick. Vick. <laughs> yeah, there we go. What? <laughs> what did I just? Yeah. Anyways, this no, is a, I, this I do is think an interesting out take. of out of the three of them. Nah, it's not that interesting. Justin Herbert, he's a high character guy. He's proved it. I have him as my number two because I think he has a higher ceiling than Mahomes just with his rushing upside. Um, and the rushing touchdowns. And when we're playing in, in four point passing touchdown leagues, he gets a 50% boost on those touchdowns that he gets rushing. Uh, but I, I, at the same time, I think he does offer a slightly more risk. And I think, Nathan, you're probably thinking the same thing. Uh, I agree with you and disagree with you. I, um, for, so I, I agree with you, but for different reasons, basically, I, I'm not questioning the character of Herbert whatsoever. Oh no, I wasn't saying that at all. I'm just saying something could go wrong. Something could go wrong with his rookie contract. Yes, that's fine. One. Yeah. One of the things we do love is we love the long, long long-term contracts of Josh Allen, who has five years, 240 million, something like that. And then Mahomes 10 years, 500 million. We've never seen anything like that before. Um, with Herbert, and again, this this doesn't affect game by game fantasy so much as it does just my question of um, future longevity. This is this is like a really really soft question. I, it doesn't really need to be answered. But like Her- Herbert hasn't he he's the only one of the three that hasn't made the playoffs this year. So if two years down the road the team and the franchise still is not producing and not making it to the playoffs and not winning their division in an already very packed and competitive division with Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Derek Carr, then what is to keep the Chargers from doing something wild? I think it's way out there. I think it's very unlikely, but that single question mark is what keeps me from, and also the fact that Josh Allen has been the QB one two years in a row and Mahomes has thrown 50 touchdowns in the season. I mean, Herbert was QB2 yeah. this year. And yeah, I, I do think... I Yeah, I'm still taking Allen or Mahomes over Herbert. I, so. I obviously love Herbert, but he had as many games... He had four games with one passing touchdown last year, and that was as many as the other two combined. And um, that's not to say he's a bad quarterback. Obviously, he's amazing. I just think he's the least polished out of them. He has the least experience. That's just how it goes. I mean, he's he was in his second year. Um, he had... Just looking at his game log immediately, I uh, I kind of think that uh, he had more down games than the other two. I mean, he just had a couple times where it was like, oh, you know, he didn't he didn't come out and produce the twenty five points a game you automatically expect from him, and he and he did that more than the other two did. But then he also had some games where he was over forty, and he had you know fifty plus pass attempts and. Um, I even right, think he has the best. Yeah, he yeah. also has the best weapons moving forward out of the three of them. So, um, okay. I usually like giving you guys credit where credit is due, but I'm not seeing this one. I'm not seeing it. I would. I mean, I would comfortably take Justin Herbert in this range. Uh, I think the risk argument is not 
a great one. Not one that I'm going to give like fantasy advice on. The character risk thing, I'm not even. I'm not get, saying. I'm saying. I'm not saying character risk. I'm saying there saying is a chance he doesn't have his long term contract locked Dude, in. You yet. could say this if about he any had. Player, so though. if he had some sort yeah. of like really catastrophic injury where his knee was just shredded. So because you, but or no, okay, these are like listen. That, so we can live in a hypothetical world all we want, but you could make this hypothetical about. For Allen or Mahomes. No, you could make it about any player in Dynasty. So the, since the risk is equal, it's not any additional risk. You, you, it's it's all negligible. You, you could make that argument. Who can you not make this argument yeah. about? No, yeah. we get what I you're mean, saying. No, I, I'm just so saying why Mahomes has a contract for eight more years. Well, dude, Justin Herbert, Josh more Allen secure, has one for five more that's years. That's more security than Herbert has right now. Yes. Okay, that so is all I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying I'm actually worried I, about it, it and it's it, keeping and it's, me up at night. It is, you're right. It is almost negligible because... This is a it, they're in the same tier. They, they, we still have them. It's in the same not tier. an argument. It's, it's more of a like, uh, yeah, so just, just it, you know. This is this, just, yeah. Listen, personal preference. Just keeping it in mind. This is personal preference. Slightly. Okay. In this case, I'm gonna tell listeners it doesn't matter. Uh, they're g- number one. The Chargers will not get rid of Justin Herbert. They are building a team around him. They've made moves this offseason. I agree. And I agree. number two, when Justin Herbert's in, when it comes time to, for him to get a new contract, he's gonna get paid. Yes, I agree. Right okay, so then why are we saying this? Because who has the contract? It, no, it doesn't necessarily matter in this point. Yes, he has the contract, but you agree that he's go- Justin Herbert's going to get the contract. That's what matters, right? He's going to get the contract. There's no difference here. The con- I'm, not, I'm not looking at their contract situations, and while, yes, on paper and on what has been signed, of course there's a difference. But if you're telling me the Chargers are going to make a change at quarterback in the next six no, years... No, we're not saying that. Bonkers. I'm just saying it is already cemented into the other two's value. Yeah, who are the two teams that That's have made not the a playoffs big value of difference. these three? No, it's not a big okay, value so difference. I mean, I mean, Deshaun Watson was on the Texans and missed the playoffs, and he was fine. One year, but he was the one Why that was, do you, He had already carried them to the playoffs for So you, you are years. telling me that there is a world where if the Chargers don't make the playoffs two years in a row that they get rid of Justin Herbert? No. It doesn't no. matter. It doesn't matter. None of this doesn't matter. That's not what we're saying. So what are you saying? I'm saying it's not cemented into his value yet, like the other two. But the value difference between this is the like cemented, is, no, Avery. No. Avery, this is still a negligible difference. Like, like it, exactly it's negligible. That's what but we've to, said from the beginning. This is, but no. It, but at the end of the day, Avery. At the end of the day, we still have to pick one, two, three. I'm going I'm Herbert just, third. Yeah. No. No, you don't That's actually have saying. to pick one, two, three. You have three drafts. You take one of them at one each time. No, no, no. But we're saying but for our, our rankings, rankings, this is just for the one, purpose two, of this. Um, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's the whole point of a tier is, you, I mean, I They're honestly, still in the same tier. I, I picked one, two, three, but at the same time, I would rearrange them anyway, feel comfortable with it, and I would take them equally. I have no preference. That's what I'm saying. So I, de- I actually don't have to pick one, two, three. I'm putting them in the same tier, and that counts for something, Right. Yeah, but this is I'd I'd kind of compare this slightly to our running back tier last week of like Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, uh, Nick Chubb, uh, that guy, those guys, and I'm just saying, yeah, they're all in the same tier. But I saw a slight value, a uh, slightly more value in Eckler out of the guys in those tier. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. I, I'm saying I don't see a clear value favorite here. Okay, so we disagree. So just, just uh, but I want people to know. Yeah, that's fine. Justin Herbert's not going anywhere. Go get I'm Justin. not. Go no get one is saying Justin Herbert's going anywhere. Okay, We're just say this. There is, there is no extra risk with acquiring Justin Herbert because of his contract situation. None. Not any. There's no. You're not taking a value hit from his contract situation. No. If someone. If someone takes Herbert one overall, that's fine. I prefer to not take Herbert one overall. I'm taking 50-50. I'm going Mahomes, Allen, 50-50, and then I go Herbert. 
if if I had like the I had if I had the if no, I had the one oh two four four two yeah if I had a one oh two in the startup and someone took like Josh Allen then I'm going Mahomes next if someone took Mahomes I'm going Allen next and it's not really a question I for would me. yeah so, I get what you're saying yeah, I, yeah I'm and I'm and it is it, it doesn't Herbert. it does end up being opinion on whether you take. Yeah. Herbert with that group or not? Yes, but well, the, 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 he but belongs the arguments, with the group. But the arguments weren't really. I mean, those were like factual. Okay, well, it's not really. This is a. Uh, I mean, that's why there's three of us, and you get three different that's opinions. Why it's called preference. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say. Okay, here I have one one question, and maybe you might like this logic. Did um, Tyreek Hill going to the Dolphins help to uh, move up in our rankings? Uh, yes. For, uh, okay, <laughs> slightly. So, could you Barely. see a world in which? him leaving Mahomes drops Mahomes just slightly like where you're like you expect a slight dip in his value just like it puts a see, jump into see, his value I can see why people would drop him I don't yeah. drop him just like no, I, that's didn't, okay. I didn't really jump to so, uh, so the difference yes, the difference is you know elite really quarterbacks elite truly yes. elite quarterbacks they make their wide receivers elite well not only that but their their value doesn't fluctuate as much based on their weapons yeah. around them because they're elite quarterbacks that's kind of what defines an elite quarterback no, so I with, get, with yes. Tua Tua's not an elite quarterback so he's going to his value is going to be more defined by, the by an elite yeah. wide receiver yeah. yeah i just i didn't know if it meant anything to you guys because i think uh, at least Avery and i when we saw Tua getting Tyreek we're willing to move him up, you know. Okay, we'll move him up one, or one, two, three, maybe yeah. even four slots. Yeah. So in my mind, it was one of those things where I'm expecting Mahomes maybe to drop a slight, tiny bit, not out of the tier at all. But um, hence why you have even, Josh Allen over him. Yes, I mean I did before, but yeah. but and it's not a now 50, I have, 50 for but, you. But let's That's a, but let's, yeah. let's clarify here though. Uh, I can agree with you in the sense that I'm definitely I have no preference between Allen or Mahomes. I just don't. But you think correct. there's a wrong answer? Uh, fantasy. So okay, answer. let me yeah. say in, in dynasty, there's not a wrong answer. If we're talking redraft, go out pick the quarterback that's, the that's scoring the most. That? Okay, it's in redraft ah. the guy who um, is going to score you the most points. I think you're taking Josh Allen right now. You're probably taking Josh Allen. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. But but, but and <laughs> I know I, I know what you're saying. I have taken Patrick Mahomes number one overall in a dynasty league, and I don't regret it. So why are you, why do you have Justin Herbert at two? Because I think um, he has the best team situation for um, helping. Yeah, I'm not talking contract. I'm saying he has Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and likely another wide receiver coming this year. He has a good offensive line. But you said you wouldn't put Herbert in the same conversation as Mahomes and Allen. No, no, no. no, no. He was talking about why he doesn't have them overall and why he thinks there's a significant... I think there's slightly... Why there's a difference between Josh Allen and Herbert specifically. Yeah. He was agreeing with me on that part. That's where we differ. So correct. Because I think Mahomes is number one. I do too. No, I mean I, I, I don't dis- I don't I don't necessarily disagree on any of this. This is just like, nah, this is my opinion. That's the way I do it. When I'm drafting, I'll take this guy and that yeah, guy. If you're asking me why I would put Justin Herbert in f- with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, I would say it's because yes. personally but you guys didn't say personally. You said, "Well, is the risk with his contract and the but." but well, I mean, people you, are listening. But if you, but if you would already said, knowing, but if you would have said, "Okay, no, that's just my opinion," I would be like, "Yeah, fair." Okay, okay. But, sorry. But, but, what you, but what you guys tend that's to do is you intended. tend to like try to take these. Well, facts. I mean, we're all no, stating no, something yeah, like it's. I a was fact. saying that's my opinion, and yeah, I was giving you my reasons. My reasoning is opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And your reasoning is opinion. No, no, absolutely. People listen, knowing that okay, these are their opinions. This isn't fact. Yeah, you were trying. I don't think you were trying to like lay a lay an argument down though but there's not really like a well an argument, argument is still well, an opinion yeah an argument Anyways, is an opinion um 
I don't know. The yeah. thing about any of the three guys in this tier, if so, if I have Weeds. Patrick Mahomes and someone offers me Josh <laughs> Allen, I'm not taking a trade. I'm not trading. So like, I don't know. I don't understand. People do this. They'll try to trade one for one a guy in the same tier. I, if I have any of these three guys, I'm sticking with that I person. Yeah, I don't know why, why you would not? do that. All that to say, they're all on the same tier. These are the three best players in Dynasty football. Yeah. Three most valuable. Yeah. yeah. And, and three yeah. most valuable. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So the only reason I ranked uh, Justin Herbert over Josh Allen, yeah, by I the way, questions about that. is because it doesn't mean anything. I value them all equally. This is if I could put one one one. I you just I did would. it to make it look prettier. I just did it because so it was making a tie in our rankings, and, and the algorithm tied. messed and, it up. And yeah. this set this back to Patrick Mahomes one, Josh Allen two, and Justin Herbert three, which I. I think is true, but it was skewing it because Simon has Patrick Mahomes at three and Nathan and I both have him at one. So I would take them all equally. I've said that. Um, Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But I don't think you can go wrong drafting one of these guys. So, you know, if you're looking, if you're listening to this and you're about to go into a startup draft, you'll probably be okay. either way, I mean, I think in the long run, you're going to be fine. Yeah. um, All right. Let's get to our second tier quarterbacks where this is where this is definitely where it takes a, a drop down. So we all have Deshaun Watson at number four. We all agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, honestly, we probably had him too low for a long time. Not that we were personally releasing rankings where we had to justify that. Yeah. But, but I think where he was being valued am- among Dynasty players for the better part of when he was out with his personal situations. Um, yeah, he's a dirtbag. And, yeah, he missed a lot of games. But at the same time, we, pro- we had a pretty good idea that he was going to come back and when he did we knew he was going to be that a top five dynasty quarterback so we all have deshaun watson at number four and i think even with the browns having the best weapons of his life the best offensive line his life the best running game of his life like i mean that i don't i would not be surprised if deshaun watson how much older is he than patrick mahomes i think they're He's the 26 same age, years old they're the I same mean, age deshaun watson next year could be in the, that top tier yeah, and we've seen him. Wasn't he a top he could, five QB? He was three years in a row. Number five, I think. Three. He years was in five, a row. five, five, three years in a row. That's all three crazy. years of relevance because of first year he tore his ACL. And um, and and the thing with Deshaun is you have to put him above these next three guys. I think even though they're in the same tier as he's in the same tier as Jackson and Murray and Burrow. I think I'm clearly taking Deshaun. And honestly, I don't know. You guys think Joe Burrow should be in the same tier as these guys? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. We all have them ranked very similarly, but um, this is where it gets a little bit interesting. So then we move on and we go to uh, number five, it, which is Lamar Jackson. You both have him at number five, and I have Kyler above above Lamar Jackson. Uh, I can justify that if you want me to, or you guys can explain why you think that Kyler is, should be lower. Uh, contract situation. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Um, oh God! No, I, that is contract yet. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, yeah. no, that's there's a joke. some uncertainty there. Um, yeah. No, there absolutely more than is. Herbert. Like absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's just a preference. I really don't know why. Okay, that's fair. Uh, for me, I'm. I do think Kyler Murray's style of play, while they are similar, actually, I think him and Lamar have similar styles of play. I do think Lamar's. For me, it, I think his does offer a just a tiny bit more injury risk. I it just seems to me that Lamar's th- yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you think the opposite? Yeah. How? Well, here, I I, I think I actually no. I want I want to keep hearing what you ahead. have to say. Go ahead. I don't I don't want to interrupt you. So go go ahead. 
I think with Kyler, you know, in his first three years in the league, he has proven that he can stay on the field even through some some injuries that, uh, while they are injuries, they have been not season-ending injuries like the ones we've seen with Lamar. As I think as, you know, with Kyler's build, he's so small, um, but he's, he's fairly bulky for how small he is. Um, I just, I when I watch them play, I'm not exactly holding my breath every time Kyler Murray runs the ball. I think he can. I think he slides extremely well, and I think you know, with as coordinated as he is, he just it has a lot less, not a lot, a little bit less of a chance to have more of a season-ending injury. While with Lamar, watching him, I'm I'm thinking, okay, uh, I think he's a little bit more likely to have one of those more serious injuries than than Kyler is. With that being said, I do think Kyler Murray has, I don't know, I think they're pretty close in like arm talent and stuff like that. I, I like both of their arms, and they obviously both can run the ball. I do think Lamar is a better rushing quarterback than Kyler Murray is. I think part of that is because he gets more opportunities. Uh, but I think I think when I get to this tier and it really comes down to like the nitty-gritty, like I really am valuing that durability. But you, you don't even agree on durability. Tell me why you think Lamar is more durable than, than Kyler. Yeah, I think Lamar, uh, this last season, I think we can all admit... <laughs> Um, if you believe in luck, the Ravens probably had the worst luck in the NFL. Um, they lost Dobbins, they lost Edwards, they lost two of their best defenders. Um, and then Lamar just was in and out for a significant amount of the season, specifically the latter half. Yeah. With like and sicknesses and stuff yeah, too. It was he weird. He was sick. He was, uh, I almost, <clears throat> I almost literally just want to write this season off for the Ravens specifically Lamar Jackson. I kind of just want to give him a break. I mean, this is why we have Dobbins listed so high still in Dynasty um, because, I mean, yeah, he tore his ACL, but what competition does he have? Lamar. Uh, Tyler Huntley showed some good stuff, but he ain't replacing Lamar. Uh, Kyler, I was looking at Kyler's game log here this last season, and it was interesting because we were, I mean, everyone was pretty high on Kyler at the start of the season. Uh, he, He was in the MVP talks for the first half, But his game log for me was somewhat questionable. He starts out the season 34, 35 points. We love that. Then post-injury, he comes back and scores and has a game 30 points. Then he goes 19, 13, 21, 22, 17. And we've seen this not only this season, but before this, there's been some incredible inconsistency. And if you put two and two together... It's this this inconsistency occurs when or after he's been banged up, and yes, he plays more games than you ex- would expect with the amount of injuries that he's had with his ankle and his shoulder. But I mean, we saw this with Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck did not play well when he had a shoulder injury, um, and he he was he was hurt for for a good year at least before he was out for a season and had that serious uh, shoulder surgery. Kyler, uh, th- this really, really, really makes me question Kyler's longevity um, because he's coming back and he's not 100% at all. And you can tell in the way he plays, not only in fantasy production, but he's making bad decisions. His passes are off target. I mean, at least yeah, in the games that I've watched. Yeah. And yeah, and let's look at the size too. He's he's listed at 5'10". He's not 5'10". He's probably... 
He's probably five nine. Yeah, but he's proved he can. I don't. I don't, I don't think that height worried about his height anymore. Him, no. no. Well, um, I I legit think Lamar is a better passer qu- than Kyler. Qu- question. Hey, uh, I so I uh, watching them. I can see what you're saying, but also Lamar has passed three thousand passing yards once. Kyler did it all three years. Yeah, I think Kyler's. I th- I think if if I had to pick, and one, he did, he did Kyler. it far and away all who's, three years. Uh, whose situation do you trust more? Um, Long Lamar, Lamar, no, not hands down, not hands down. They're both kind of iffy on their, on their con. Okay, but, 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 if okay, but if he's yeah. on the Ravens, like it doesn't matter. And the fact is, they haven't been able to come to an agreement on a long term deal, and Kyler hasn't either. So, like in yeah. terms of situation, I'm it's kind of a wash for me right now. Yeah, no, I think this is purely is a bit different opinion. For me, though. Like Lamar doesn't even have an agent because he doesn't want to, because like that's just how he wants things to go. He's it's not he doesn't. Uh, not want to get a contract now because the Ravens have tried to with him and he's not on bad terms with them. He's just not in a rush. He's like, why, why sign it now? Yeah, sure. He's making 20 plus million dollars this year, uh, going into 2022. And the difference between the contract situation with Kyler and Lamar is Kyler does not seem to be on good terms with the Cardinals right now. He's already threatened to not play if he doesn't get a deal. I think a lot of that Lamar though, is, is it's the complete opposite. He's like, yeah, I'll play. I don't need a deal. I'm not like, I don't it, even want to make a deal. It's right less now. about the deal. I'll, I'll do. I'm, I'm the contract situation is kind of a wash for me because I do think I do. Think they're both getting a big time contract. They're both going to get big time contracts somewhere where they're valued. And, but in terms of situation, I no, I don't know. I mean, if the Cardinals hit on a wide receiver in the first round this year, like, Kyler's going to have fairly good weapons. Like, Zach Ertz is still a very viable, like, while he may not be the yeah. most viable dynasty tight end, he's a very viable NFL tight end. And, and, and the Ravens need wide receivers, too. And, and, and the Ravens' receiver core is not the best. I mean, outside of Marquise Brown, I think Rashad Bateman's a step down, and I don't think Duvernay's anything super special. Nah. So, I mean, yeah, you have Mark Andrews, but at the same time, I don't know. I just... I think I value them extremely similarly in terms of like their situations, their arm talent. I do think I like Lamar's rushing upside a little bit more, but that's it. And I, I will say that I looked up the injury history and, uh, it does, this is random website, giraffesharks.com or whatever it does. It has the durability rated the same, but the chance of injury, it has Lamar less likely to be injured. So you have that see, going for you, but at the same time, you get I, don't, that? I don't even see it though. I don't even think there's a, a, a viable I have, argument one yeah. way or the other. I have Lamar rated higher, but every year he's had more rushing attempts than Kyler. Even this year and playing 12 games, he had more rushing attempts than and, Kyler and, and is in Kyler's most and yeah. Kyler's highest and, year. And, and the thing with rushing attempts is they're good right now, but they're bad for the future because, you know, obviously yeah. the more, you know, if Kyler doesn't rush as much, I think Kyler has an arm where he could still be a productive, you know, dynasty quarterback. And I don't think he's ever going to completely stop rushing. But if Lamar just continues to rush and rush more, that does concern me just a little bit about his longevity, just a little bit. Like, I, I if... I think rushing more can be a, a good thing. It can also be a, a risky thing. Yeah. I think there's a little mm. bit more risk. There's obviously more risk the more you run. But that's, you see like true. Russell Wilson adjusting, and yeah. uh, as he gets further along in his career, his rushing attempts have dropped, and he's yeah. his and production he, he hasn't really dropped with it. Yeah, so, yeah. so it'll be his actu- Actually, his passing yards have pretty much gone up every year along with his rushing attempts and going down. And while I don't think either of these guys are Russell Wilson, that is a good point. And when you think about, okay, both of these guys are rushing quarterbacks, and they are going to have to adjust. Who do you feel more comfortable with adjusting? Probably Kyler. 
I, I think I like in a passing game standpoint, I think I feel a little bit more comfortable with Kyler passing over Lamar. I mean, take I away dude, so. take so take away both of their take away rushing from both of their games completely. Like they, they have zero rushing attempts for zero yards. Which one are you taking? Lamar. I'm I'm still taking Lamar. Really? I don't know why. Lamar Lamar has made let let's let's uh flash back to Lamar's rookie season and just Remember Lamar, uh, what people were saying about Lamar, that he was a running quarterback, he couldn't pass. Couldn't make reads. He couldn't make reads. And that was true. That was true when he started. He couldn't make those reads. Do you know how much improvement he's made since then? Like second and third reads have almost become natural. He's a good passing quarterback. He's a good passer. And not only that, he's proven to be a good, he can be a pocket passer. Kyler, some of Kyler's best plays respect to him and some of the plays he's made but i don't like, know i've seen him stand in the pocket he's a good pocket uh, he's, he's as good of a pocket passer as lamar is i, I trust can, i trust lamar in the pocket more i'm not I an nfl Kyler. coach i think nfl coaches like both of them i just like lamar yeah. jackson more for dynasty yeah. i also trust don't know why i trust baltimore's coaching situation more than i do the cards that is true kings uh harbaugh over kingsbury yeah i do think kingsbury is a good coach i don't i'm, I'm not I, I don't hate Cliff yeah kingsbury. i have some questions about him uh one one thing that does have to do with that though is um <clears throat> with Lamar improving as a passer like who who seems to be the team that's trying to keep their quarterback from running as much uh I think it's Lamar I mean we we saw what happened with Kyler this year again he he got injured because he was running and they keep trying to get him to run and they keep trying to get him out of the pocket and it's not it's not going to work forever. I mean, Kyle, so. Kyler is consistently putting up, uh, I mean, a thousand more yards a season than Lamar. A thousand. One thousand yeah. yards. No, I, yeah, I said mm-hmm. that. I and, pointed and, that and, out. And yeah. is consistently, yeah, you did. And is consistently also putting up, in, in all three years of his career, over 20 touchdowns. Lamar had that MVP season where he threw for 36, but other than that, he's thrown MVP. for 26, 16, and 6. So... Kyler's throwing for more yards. He's throwing for more touchdowns, but you're still taking Lamar in as just a passer, just in passing game. Yeah, I, I do think Lamar would have done a lot better this year. Uh, he missed weeks 14 through 18, and he w- missed week 11. So add those in. I, I think he could have even maybe reached 4,000 yards. I think Kyler missed a couple games this year too. No, he did. You're right. So and uh, he, he I'm he just missed, saying, I think yeah, Lamar's improved games. pretty obviously every year. Um, and even if the stats may not show it as much, I think watching it, we could yeah, all at least it, agree on that. Yeah. Sure, but at the same time, the stats do speak a little bit because these two stats directly translate to fantasy points. No, you're right. So, but like, look at Carson Wentz and his stats on on the stat sheet. He yeah. looks like a good quarterback, and he sucks. Yeah, but but that's why Carson <laughs> Wentz is a good fantasy value at least, is because although everyone hates <laughs> you're him right. in person, yeah, you're right. Jalen Hurts, yes. So yeah. so so watching complete watching the uh, watching them play completely aside situations completely aside if I'm looking straight at how they're scoring points from the passing game in Dynasty I'm taking I'm just that's why I'm taking Kyler yeah. is because I think there's a pretty clear I get it yeah. there you so. know who is um, a very good passer and I think we can all agree on this one no questions asked and it's Joe Burrow I th- um, a guy who I think is A-O. clearly behind yeah. You ha- just based on rushing upside. Well, but. so here's here's how this kind of sorted itself out. We have Lamar and Kyler switch, but and then we have Joe Burrow after me and Simon do. But you actually have Joe Burrow in front of Kyler Murray, which I think is super interesting. But but okay, let me yeah. just let me just say this up front. 
occasionally we do have personal biases that just affect our opinions about a player on everything. This yeah. is one of those personal biases for sure. Uh, because <laughs> this is Nathan's Josh is, Allen. Is, no matter Nathan why. just hates Kyler Murray. Nathan doesn't have a like a real reason to hate Kyler Murray, but he just doesn't like him as a player. And so I think he's naturally just going to rank him lower than than a guys he likes more as players. While I don't, I don't really care about that because I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, Joe Burrow think is so. the more polished NFL quarterback. Yeah, I, think, I, yeah, I think you definitely like uh, Joe Burrow more than Kyler talk, Murray. Talk about I like Joe Burrow more than Kyler Murray. Oh, yeah. yeah, well that's what I just said. Yeah. But, you yeah, said, you said, but it's so. not it's not because of personal bias, it's because of I think common sense. I let's I mean talk talk Jeez. about a clearly superior offense. Common sense is uh, we're you. talking T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and Joe Mixon. And not a bad tight end core either. Uh oh but, yeah, Hayden Hurst there. <laughs> Hayden Hurst. Um Uzoma is Uzoma still there? No, he's in New he, York. He left he's with the New Jets, York. man. That's right. That's right. Um, well, anyways, on top of that, the Bengals did what everyone said they should be doing, and they've already um, loaded up their offensive line to protect Burrow. Uh, the questions that we have for Burrow and is why this is why we are not taking him fourth overall as quarterback uh, because we think that's silly. Is the crazy production he put up at the end of last season sustainable on a week-to-week basis probably, probably not, not. No. um <clears throat> however it is, is it nuts. is it possible oh, i don't think it is yeah. is it possible it's not outside of it's not outside the realm of possibilities especially with the offensive it, line that he just yeah got yeah. if any offense in the nfl were to do this i could see it being the Bengals be because more, they have more of an aaron yeah. two type. elite passing options and yeah. a good o-line now and a great run yeah back. but you but yeah and i actually i agree with everything you're saying but you called it common sense now, yeah that's no dumb. it's not common sense. i, I common see sense, your reasoning the, the majority disagrees with you so if you're saying that then common sense disagrees okay. with you too does the majority disagree with me yes. yes there's a lot of people taking burrow no, as a fourth not quarterback. not not like i mean as far as when you're looking and going and looking at pe- other people's dynasty rankings like people who do this professionally most of them are like us yeah Hmm. yeah like us we're super experts here yes we are yeah we know what we're talking about yeah but um but i see what you're saying these are all good points i just i don't think it's common okay well uh burrow is number four yeah for me that is exactly which is yeah which is the dynasty community (laughs) that's what i'm saying the dynasty community agrees Uh, well i'm not i when i said majority i wasn't saying dynasty community i was saying okay i was saying like the other the other like analysts okay if dynasty okay so. All right. I think those are all well, really good points, though, and I see where you're coming yeah, from. Yeah. I think, honestly, in a year, I could see if uh, Kyler has a slight dip and Joe Burrow does what he does, then I could I could see it. Oh, then. yeah. So, I mean, by ranking Kyler Murray above Joe Burrow, you're basically you're my, basically yeah. betting that Kyler won't take any steps back, which at this point, that's not my, really an out-there bet. My prediction, it's possible, yeah, my prediction is that Burrow's going to be ahead of Kyler without question at the end of next season. Interesting. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, but we can record that. And we can so. we can yeah. rerun that. At this I, I will point next year. It's happened before. I mean, Brady, Rogers, those guys with no rushing are top five producers in the in the points realm. You know. Yeah, yeah. Plus, like rushing, yes, rushing upside is great to a point. But if you are mobile enough in the pocket, you're still like Simon said, you're still capable of putting up. High end quarterback one numbers. Rodgers has done it since he's there's, been no, in the no, league. There's no question about that. And 
he is incredibly mobile, but he's not rushing like a maniac. Yeah. Joe Burrow's not rushing like a maniac. Heck, they're not going to let him rush like a maniac because he already tore his ACL. But he is incredibly mobile, and he yeah. put up some dang impressive plays uh, this past season, and I, I see him being able to extend the play and not be an idiot like our uh, friend Carson was sometimes on some plays this season. not even in the but, same like universe <laughs> of QBs. Yeah, it's like, no, I, I, yeah, I know. I was just saying he has, he has that ability to extend plays, which I think can be almost as valuable as having a rushing upside because yes. He'll get something. if you have a rushing upside, chances are you're not spending a bunch of time trying to extend the play behind the line of scrimmage because you're just taking off rather than being able to extend the play, stay behind the line of scrimmage, and th- chuck the ball for a touchdown like Burrow did at the end of the season. Yeah, I so, mean, if Joe Burrow anyways, ends up on Aaron Rodgers' territory in terms of being a pocket passer, then, yeah. then yeah. I'll also, probably take Burrow. Or even, yeah, even Matt also, Stafford. I, I'm, super long-term, Burrow's, going way, Burrow's lasting way longer and than Burrow and, and here's the thing. So. If, yeah, I maybe. Uh, way longer? Maybe? What's way longer? Four or five years of elite production. Now, see, you think everything is just black and white. It's not necessarily black and white. I mean, Five, if you would if you would if you would have asked me, uh, no, no. If Avery, you, do you think Burrow's lasting longer than Kyler? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. So we but, all agree here. Nathan just put it out there more aggressively. But but Nathan says way longer, and he's like, no, 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 and is making faces that you guys can't see. <laughs> if you saw them, you'd cringe because they're no, no, just no, you, ugly you, to you, us. You said four or five, and I just said four or five. I didn't say four or five. I said four or five. Yeah. Yeah. I was just saying. No, the thing Longer? with Kyler is if you would have asked me after year one if I thought it was sustainable, I'm like, heck no. If you would have asked me after year two if it was sustainable, I'm like, heck no. He's proved it for three years now. I don't I don't, ex- I don't, don't know what else I would want him to do to show me that he's an elite quarterback. He, he's not missed a whole lot of games. He's missed a couple. But, but honestly, he has surpassed my expectations that I had for him when he came into the league. So with that being said, I don't have a reason to guess that he's just going to flame out sometime soon until he shows me that either A, he's going to consistently have some serious injuries that he's going to have to account for, or B, his production drops. And neither of those things have happened. I mean, he looks like a solid NFL quarterback. And I hate it. I mean, as a, as a fan, I don't like his play style. I hate his play style. But he looks good, and he's produced. Like, I don't know what else to do. I, I, he's not my favorite player. He's not my favorite person. But I just, I can't. I can't fault him because I don't like him. That's kind of my thing. But, yeah. But because I like Joe Burrow more as a person, as a player, as on the they like the team more, all of it. But yeah, you know, I just, so yeah, I get what you're saying. I can't discount Kyler. I have to give him credit where credit's due. I think so. All right, uh, and that is that tier of quarterbacks. Let's go ahead and move on to the next tier of yeah. quarterbacks. Here. Daniel Jones. Ha. Huh. No, I'm kidding. Very, uh, very funny. All right, so this next tier of guys is number eight, Dak Prescott, number nine, Russell Wilson, number 10, Matt Stafford, number 11, Aaron Rodgers. Um, for the most part, you know, the the latter three of these guys are older in age. Uh, Rodgers obviously being older than the other two and Dak being younger than the other two. Uh, but Russell Wilson and Stafford being about the same age. Uh, we have Dak at number eight, and for me... This isn't really a question either. I think it was more of a question like, can you put Dak in the same tier as the other guys? And we decided to cut the tier off there. So uh, I think if we're going to bump him down to this tier, he's definitely like the top option out of this tier, given his age and weapons and offense and and contract situation. I mean, there's just out of all these guys, I'm definitely taking him, you know, only being 28 years old at this point and and really haven't been proven that he is a solid dynasty option. So I don't think there's much debate there. 
This yeah, is, this I is, think... No, go ahead. The, the one thing I want to add on this, <clears throat> and not necessarily to discuss where we have him, because we all agree on this one. We all have him at yep. eight. Yep. Yeah. So... <clears throat> Here's where we may differ a little bit, and maybe not even, I, I don't even know your necessarily your take on this, but where do you think Dak Prescott should be going in a startup First draft? round. Where? Like, where specifically? So we've got we've got uh, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, in no specific order. It's, then we've it's got... A, it's, any, it's acceptable anywhere after those one, two, three, four, five... Really, I think you should be taking Joe Burrow over Dak Prescott. So anywhere after those top seven guys, like I think it's acceptable to take Dak. So if those seven guys are off the board and those are the first seven picks and you're at the 108, and if you take Dak, that's not a bad pick. It's, uh, it's not a bad pick. I, I don't know. Jonathan is, Taylor. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was going to say, I think yeah. this is where oh, it gets fuzzy oh, on, with on, the number on. one. Delete, delete, control, delete. Sorry, I should have said Jonathan Taylor should be in there too. But I'm, I was thinking more like on the, I wouldn't kill somebody for taking Dak Prescott yes. instead of taking a receiver. That's, yeah. but, but I would take right. Jonathan Taylor over Dak Prescott yeah, right now. But we, yeah, would you guys agree that this is the point where it does get a little bit hairy when it comes to like, yeah. should I take a quarterback or should I be going the top it, Best player it, at each position. It uh, does yes. get hairy, but I don't. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, it does. You're if right. Dak is Jonathan gone, Taylor, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Let's say it's uh, one of take Jonathan Taylor out of that because he's. I think he has just higher starter draft capital than the other two. But right you're now, taking so. Dak over Jamar or J. Jeff. Yeah, and and honestly, I was about to say something, but now I think of it, I'm also not killing somebody for taking Justin Jefferson over. Yeah, Dak. I would take right. Justin Jefferson. So yes, this is you're right. This is where it does get hairy. Um. I don't think it should be that as hairy as it is. Like I think it's hairy enough to where people are letting Dak slide out of the first round. And don't pick Kyle Pitts over Dak, please. So you'll know you're looking at this, and you have the seven quarterbacks that we just talked about, and then you have Jonathan Taylor, and you have Justin Jefferson, and you have maybe Jamar Chase, and that equals ten. So that leaves two spots, and I cannot think of two players outside of those in any position group that I'm taking over Dak Prescott at this point because the next wide receiver option would be A.J. Brown. The next running back option would be either Najee Swifty or Najee Harris or Javante or somebody like that, and there's that they go in all kinds of different orders. And then the first tight end option would be Kyle Pitt. Kyle Pitts, plural, and I'm not taking any of those guys over Dak Prescott. This That's where I think it hmm. gets hairy, but it only gets hairy for a minute, and then it gets clear, and then it gets hairy again. What do you guys think? Um, I don't know. Thinking about it right now, I almost think Dak should be in his own tier uh, between these uh, Deshaun through Burrow guys and then Russ, Stafford, and Rogers. I think I'm... And thus, because Dak was placed in his own tier, because that's yeah. a good point. You, are you right. kind of thinking the same thing? Because yes, I think I'd take Dak agree. after Justin Jefferson and Jonathan Taylor and whatever, you know, yes. uh, after one of them. I would yeah. take one of them over him. And then after Dak's gone, I'm not taking Russ at, like, let's say the 111. For no. another, not even He's close. Not I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to take Swift and Najee and Pitts and um, probably not gonna be AJ Brown and CeeDee Lamb and a. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Back half of the season. Yes. That's a great point. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, it's officially changed on our Dynasty domain rankings. If you have access to those, uh, Dak Prescott's now in his own tier. And that was a really good point. So, moving on to the next two guys here, there is going to be a discuss- at least a discussion here. Uh, at number nine, you guys have Russell Wilson, and then you have Matt Stafford at 10. And I personally am just going to take Stafford over Wilson here. Um, and don't act like it's like oh black and white because it's just one spot. Like it's I, pretty it's, black and white to me. Oh, no, that's a joke. Okay, I, okay. I was literally about to quit. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't quit. But um, I just with with Stafford looking at the team that they've built in L. A. and 
honestly, with him having Cooper Cup for at least probably four or five more years, I think. Um, you know, he obviously put up extreme. What did he finish at in PPR leagues this year? I cannot Coop? remember. No, uh, oh, Stafford. 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 Uh, oh man, I, I want to say I he was like. Why do I want to say he nine. was nine? Yeah. Yeah. He was five. He was five. There you go. We wow. were way off. So yeah. I don't know why we thought okay, the same yeah. thing. So, and Brett probably doesn't alter your guys' opinion a little bit, but I just see him as long as he, I think as long as the Rams continue um, to expand their Super Bowl window, which I think right now their Super Bowl window is is out at least another two years. It, it could be longer, but they with some of their contracts with their bigger players, some of that's not going to be sustainable when they get new contracts. And, and uh, some of these guys are vets that they're bringing in on short deals. But... You know, Cooper Cup, they're not going to let go. And Stafford, they're not going to let go. And honestly, even in two or three years when some of these guys make their way out, they could easily just reload and make another run at it. And so as long as the Rams are competing and now winning Super Bowls, uh, I do think Matt Stafford is the elite production while he lacks rushing upside. He does have the elite arm talent and elite, like, just straight raw numbers and points on the Rams to, I would just take him over Russell Wilson. But, like, I mean, I'm not faulting anybody for taking Russ first because There's Russ has more rushing upside. And, you know, he I wouldn't say his weapons are as good as Stafford's. But at the same time, you know, Russ is in a new situation in Denver now. And you're not going to say Denver's weapons are better, right? Oh, no. no I mean, okay. Cooper Cup alone. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. And, um, you know, Russell Wilson, I think, has a good chance to take a step up this year situationally. But... I don't know. It's just preference. I think I think Stafford continues to kind of go on a fantasy tear here and maybe finishes in the top six. Um, I think he could, I think he could do that again. I think I think that's repeatable. Uh, I don't know if Cooper Cup's individual numbers would be repeatable next year, but I do think Stafford could maintain his elite level production. And obviously, him only being thirty three, I could see him being more of a uh, hey, I'm playing until I'm forty. Or you know, if you're Tom Brady, you're playing longer than that. But I, I think he's got quite a few more years in him, and Russ is the same age, so it's just a preference thing. So you guys have any thoughts on why you would switch those guys? Uh, well, first of all, no shade there um, with your rankings. This is probably as close to close or, or as close to fifty fifty for me as probably any other guys that I have yeah, ranked it's here. It's probably fifty five forty five for me. So <clears throat> yeah. it's not that far. Yeah, that's not that far off at all. Um, Stafford, I think. Again, I, I could put Stafford over Wilson, and my conscience would be just as clear as, as it is right now. Having Russ over Stafford, I see um, I see both sides. Matt Stafford, fantasy-wise, has put up some pretty solid numbers. He's also had some dud years, and I personally find it not as likely that he's going to be QB5 again. There's much more. There's a lot more consistency that Russell Wilson has shown, but... Again, like you said, the weapons are different. Uh, they're they're not as good as Stafford's is, uh, as Stafford's are. Yeah. Um, there's questions at with coaching, yeah. Um, with Nathaniel Hawthorne, yeah. um, at the helm, and then but Nathan Russell Wilson is five eleven. <clears throat> oh my yeah, gosh! Whatever. Well, Russ, he's um, only one inch taller than Kyler. Stop it, <laughs> Russ is or two inches. Um, there's a lot more questions there with Russ. I see him really taking off and being incredible, but. I think at the end yeah, of the day, did. at the end of the day, they're neck and neck. They're right by each other. I don't think one is going to dramatically surpass the other, or be incredibly more valuable than the other. I think they're going to be until they're until they're done and irrelevant in fantasy. I think they're going to be about the same. You're probably right. They're probably right out these rankings for the most part. And and one small note on how we're evaluating Stafford, I am 
probably I'm not really using any of the of his past seasons to evaluate what I think his future uh, fantasy production will be like just because he was kind of on a whole like he was kind of on another level this year in terms of that and it was just you saw how how when when he was put in the right situation like not only did he have you know statistical success but they had a lot of team success so like I'm 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 not I'm putting like almost no stock in his his Detroit Lions like fantasy production years and I'm just I'm just looking at what he did this year and the future so that's uh, yeah. that's part of the reason may, yeah may want to uh, just take a little bit of a look at the interceptions though he does historically throw oh, he throws a lot more interceptions if, if than there Russ were does. negative points for pick so, sixes then Matt Stafford would would definitely would, be behind would be, us yeah. yeah but but obviously you know even had, even uh, this year where he had a fair amount of amount, amount of interceptions he still maintained so right. I, I think I think his his right. volume and his yards and touchdowns they just are so much that they just yes. make that difference yes. negligible but yeah, yeah that is it, that is the one i just the picks, it, i guess it's de- it depends on how interceptions are valued in your yeah. particular league yeah it definitely that that is something to keep an eye on if if you are like heavy on negative points with interceptions any more than minus 2 points then you might want to reconsider yeah, then it makes taking a bigger difference. with sure. minus 2 points yeah then it's still like yeah and if it's minus four, I'm taking, I mean, I'll probably take Russell Wilson. Yeah, there's definitely, there's always a concern with interceptions. Um, and I guess the only concern I would have with that is if Stafford produces the same amount of points as Russ does, um, like when it comes to positive points, then the the difference is going to be who threw more interceptions. And that's almost certainly going to be Matt Stafford. So then he would be a little bit below Russ. So, yeah, yeah. Either or for me. Simon, do you have any thoughts on this one? No, nah, it's just my opinion. Yeah. I, I really don't know. I just want Russ more, just slightly more. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I think I'd want Stafford. I think that's the only reason I'd take Stafford because I, I just would want Stafford on my team, I think, more. Although, I don't know. I'd take Russ too. Yeah, I, I would it's take really, Stafford. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really like close when to I 50, think Russ, 50 for me. Also, uh, another great reason to take Russ, um, think about his value uh, especially well his value before he was traded to Denver was like ridiculously low I still think you can get him for a pretty solid price at this point I don't know what you guys think and this isn't this isn't even off of our um buy sell uh thing buy buy sell sheet that we have mm, but CRBST oh my gosh yeah, dude the, the CRBST it's the it's the, so uh, nice. Yeah, the cross-reference buy-sell tool is pretty great. Yeah. But I personally would have no problem for some for someone going out there and paying a little, paying a pretty decent amount more than the current market value for he, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson airs slightly. Him and Matt Stafford both air slightly on the buy side, so their ratios are not in the range to where we're calling the we're green. calling them solid buys. But in the negative positive aspect of things, they are ha- they do have positive values associated with their buy sell ratio, which means that they are technically buys. Yeah. So so they are yeah. they are the not hard buys, but they're I think I would categorize that as a soft buy in my opinion, based on what I'm seeing from some of the other QB data. Uh, and you know other examples of soft buys on our model being guys like actually there's not a lot. Those are two the only two I think that have those one one and a half range values. They are the only two. That's interesting. Huh. So those are probably our two like official soft buys. I think I think you don't go wrong buying either or either of these guys. So no. All right. Um. And then our last two quarterbacks here. Uh. In this tier, we have one more, and that's Aaron Rodgers. We put him in this tier because he is old, but that is a bad man. He is the reigning MVP. He obviously has not lost a step. He's throwing like 
you know, we're talking about Matt Stafford. We're talking about the polar opposite because he's throwing like no interceptions, and uh, the man who the man historically who, who clearly no like just deserves to be in oh. any of these conversations as a top twelve fan because because he is still just so good. He is so good, man. I I. I <sighs> he's not slowing down, and he's not slowing down. No, and so not. I think the I think the the big question mark with Rodgers is how much longer will he play before he gets sick of this? Because obviously he's a he's a it's under contract for three years now, or is it is it four? I think it's four because it, it was a three year extension. extension on top of his final year going into this year. So four years. Where uh where do you think Russ Simon? Where do you think Russ and Matt Stafford are going to be in four years at the production that Rodgers is now? And, uh, well, oh, I don't know. I'm not a magician, or what? <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't see I would, either of them being bad. I mean, yeah, I, I maybe don't, not a significant drop. I don't off, see them being wager. like Matt Ryan tier in four years. No, I'm, that's not, for I'm sure. not sure that they're going to be as good as Aaron Rodgers is, though. Exactly. Aaron that's that's, that's my point. Okay. I they <clears throat> by the time Rodgers retires, Stafford and Russ aren't going to have significantly more value than he had at that point which is which is now at, at sure. his age he'll they'll probably i i would wager will still be in the league and still going strong for a team but when it comes to week by week fantasy production uh you start to see a little bit of a decline yeah. and not elite numbers so like Rodgers is this year is in and you're out a couple in. a couple interesting things here with the crbst again going back to that which is a, a tool that we've created and is, is available on our locals page if you want to check that out but uh our two b- uh, guys in this first tier or this uh, these top 12 quarterbacks that were buys. The first one was Deshaun Watson, who somehow, uh, based on where he's going in other places, he somehow is still quite high in the buy ratio. He's still being ranked like in the 7-8 range where we have him at 4. Um, and, and that obviously you know skyrockets him up as a buy. But then the other guy is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, in some places... His ADP is lined up fairly similar to ours. I think his ADP has him going as the quarterback twelve, but Key Trade yeah. Cut has has Aaron Rodgers at as QB sixteen. That's your dynasty community. Yeah, and Simon, you, as somebody who just acquired Aaron Rodgers in a trade, like I mean, six, yeah, sixteen I was is so stoked about getting Aaron. So Rodgers. you can agree, sixteen is kind of stupid. Oh like, yeah, I have him at eleven. Yeah, so. I, I don't think I think Aaron Rodgers is like I said our our model says he's a buy right now I think he is a guy you can comfortably go out and acquire and he's going to give you bang for your buck because you're not giving up a whole lot for him right now compared to what he's going to give you for the next three or four years it, it's really I mean if you're a contender like Aaron Rodgers is a beautiful piece for your team um, anything else on Aaron Rodgers I love Aaron Rodgers not really I don't think there's much more that needs to be said I I mean our opinion has been pretty clear. Um, are you really <laughs> here's just a question Aaron Rodgers according to the market value of keep trade cut is the 16th quarterback are you really taking Tua over Aaron Rodgers is that what keep trade cut says yeah yes yeah. are you really taking Jalen Hurts <laughs> over Rodgers all right let's take let's all take a second and collectively laugh at keep trade cut <laughs> <laughs> no we're not doing that that's literally foolish so uh if you are still using keep trade cut for your fantasy decisions Go play. Go pay three McChickens a month and use our stuff because it. I'll tell you what. This is a real it's deal. It's more delicious than McChickens, anyways. So, oh yes, it is. Um, Aaron Rodgers, QB eleven. Uh, fun personal question here. Do you guys can you think of a quarterback who had better arm talent than Aaron Rodgers does? Not not overall success or gr- greatness. So whatever. Arm you, talent. Arm, just his arm. I've, 
accuracy, uh, arm it, strength. And Brett Favre obviously had the arm strength too. He had the strength. He didn't have the arm but, talent. But the, he the threw arm picks talent. galore. Yes, exactly. I'll say, uh, Nathan just asked me this a minute ago, when Russ and Stafford are 38, I do not see them being a top 12 dynasty QB. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so so you agree. Not I, think even, we, I think we all agree with yeah, that. Yeah, like just looking yeah. at this, it's extraordinary yes. that he's 38 in and our QB awesome. 11. And that is so why good. we have him in the same tier as Stafford and Russ um, <clears throat> because of that. So is there? I think they have honestly about the same amount of time. The same amount of time. That might sound stupid. No, I think think, think, so. Hey, here's a crazy question for you: If Green Bay goes and has a a monster draft in the receiving category, is there a world where you would take Aaron Rodgers over these two guys? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it's not out of the realm of possibilities. No. That's because it's just really interesting because Rodgers' numbers speak for itself. So yeah, that's awesome. I I don't care about as much as age with quarterbacks, anyways. Yeah. Man, I got an Aaron Rodgers jersey like. Legit, yeah. ten years ago now, when <laughs> yeah. I was eleven. It, yeah, and I mean or back to, back to your original question: 12, it, Have actually. I seen a quarterback <laughs> yeah. that has better arm talent than Rodgers? And the answer is no. no I haven't. The, I agree the only you. the only one the only player I can think of that has more impressive like ridiculous throws that are like wow that talent is amazing is Patrick Mahomes. Yep, exactly what I was. But thinking. he hasn't done that for. 15 years exactly so exactly until then and even then have to prove us even wrong. then like from a decision making standpoint and interception standpoint like aaron Rodgers still has the upper hand there yeah. like that's crazy yeah, the 38 year old interceptions he, are he's impressive. not his mind's not slowing down with age but uh yeah. let's talk about our last guy on this list and he is the start of a new tier but he does fall into our top 12 and that is this could be a couple guys it could be lance it could be fields it could be jones it could be lawrence that's probably the only guys that could comfortably be here, but it's Trevor Lawrence. We have Trevor Lawrence as our Dynasty QB 12. Uh, we all have him here, so we all agreed on this. Uh, we're not comfortable putting Trey Lance above Trevor Lawrence, and while it's not outside of the realm of possibilities, that is our phrase of the day because we've used that three, phrase three times. While it's not outside of the realm of possibilities that uh, Trey Lance could end up... Realm of possibilities? Yeah. Sorry, just wanted to say it a third time. No, it's good. I think it's cool. Yeah. I think it makes us sound smart. And yeah, you're right. For people who aren't really that smart. Anyways, uh, Trey Lance could could get there. We're betting that Trey Lance won't. We're not telling you to sell Trey Lance because we heard from our reporter buddy that uh, Trey Lance sucks because... Unless it, you're getting paid a stupid amount for but, Trey Lance, which has been happening. But looking at the, uh, the CRBST one more time on this episode, sorry to bore you with that, Trey Lance in our model is a sell. Do you yes. do you guys own any shares of Trey Lance in your leagues? No, I have one. I have zero. So between the three of us and between probably twenty leagues, we have yeah. I mean, I'm one in share total. Yeah, yeah. You're an addict. Okay, between tw- and twenty six leagues then. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. wait, how many are you in again? I'm not repeating it for you. So, oh <laughs> he said he's in twelve. Yeah, you you liar. You I, told me last week you were in five. Was no, I did seven in the last <laughs> week. No, I picked up a couple extra. Orphans. All right, Orphans. mom and dad, calm down. So uh, again, we have we have Trevor Lawrence ahead of guys like Lance and Fields, and honestly, these guys are in the same tier for a reason. Even Mac Jones and Tua are in this tier, but Tua and Mac, I think, are clearly at the bottom end of this tier. And these other three guys, I could honestly see either one of them like taking the lead as this yeah. top quarterback from this class because I think they all have the talent. But the thing is. You know, NFL scouts and college scouts didn't just go out and say Trevor Lawrence is the best QB prospect in a while for for no reason. He He's had good a, at football. He, he had a bad rookie year. I mean, it's it's definitely not impossible that this man jumps into the top ten next year, 
It's definitely not. You're telling me he can't jump the old guys with a solid year this year? I mean, he, heck, he could get up there with with Burrow and Murray if he wanted to. I mean, if he think about it. If he had an, a ridiculous year, and who knows if he will, but he's got better weapons and he's got a, a better coach, even though Walt's not oh. the most ideal coach. I, I said better. Yeah, yeah. It's all relative. Yes. Yeah, I know. Um, I just couldn't help it. I think I think the odds are favoring Trevor Lawrence to be that guy. Um, I think Justin Fields could easily get there, and we Trey Lance obviously still can. And you know, like I said, we didn't get any text from our reporters telling you to tr- sell Trey Lance. But at the same time, we're gonna put Trevor Lawrence ahead of him, and pretty comfortably actually for right now, just because of his draft capital, uh, and because you know, to be honest, Trevor Lawrence out of these three guys probably has the best arm talent. Um, and a little bit of rushing upside at least. So I think we're going to take our chances with Trevor Lawrence out of all three of these guys. Yeah. What do you think? I would say that actually I, I think Trey Lance has probably just as much draft capital wrapped up in him. Didn't How, how yeah, many first round because picks of how much did they the gave Niners? Up for him? Yeah, and it wasn't the one overall pick. I guess it was still like, they end up giving up three. Yeah, I guess yeah. when I say draft capital, I'm also factoring in like the, the prospect analysis and the, yeah, and absolutely. the college. Trevor you know, Lawrence, since his freshman year in college, has been the number one overall. I mean, everyone knew he's going to go out and be that right. guy. Yeah. And he hasn't looked like it yet, but you don't, you aren't that good as a freshman in college and not professional and and I know and I know everybody says this but and then but, bad at football but to again. say this is not a valid argument is, is is stupid because it is a valid argument I and mean, Peyton Manning sucked his rookie year 29 interceptions I mean and it's not like oh you can't make that argument he's not Peyton Manning well first of all he was being compa- he was he was being, he, he, he was being compared to and, Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck and best t- prospects t- since Andrew Luck and second of all he didn't even have that bad of a year if you if he didn't have he just had an underwhelming year from a number standpoint. But if you watched him, like I mean, we watched him. We watched him uh, eliminate our Colts from the playoffs, which was the worst day of our lives. Not, not really, but, not really. but close. Yeah, um, he was being asked to do so much on a bad team, and he looked pretty and he looked all decent. right doing it. Yeah, so, I mean, I think he had like five, or six, seven games where he just had no touchdowns and no interceptions, and. Hey, at least he was throwing no interceptions. Right. I think we're comfortable with this, aren't we? Trevor yeah. Lawrence at twelve. Yeah. We have yep. him at the, we all have him at the same spot, and then we also all for just for those of you who are interested, we have we all have Trey Lance at thirteen and Justin Fields at fourteen. So for right now, that's how this is is shaping out. So, um, all right, good discussion. I called you guys a dweeb only once today, so I'm gonna take that as a win, and. <laughs> we only ganged up on you like twice today, so which I don't even know why you guys do that. Because like a double. You two, know, you two off, happen to you agree. two off mic, like yeah. don't agree, like and gang up on me on much at all. It's usually not that way at all. No, it's usually you it's two usually on me. You ganging up, or, or it's usually I side with one of you and yes. go against the other. I'm yes. usually the kind of more of the one that sways. But yep. it's like when we get to the pod, you're like, all right, let's do this thing. <laughs> like, really? It doesn't, but it doesn't bother me. It makes for good discussion. We hope you liked it. If you did and you want to give us a good rating, then do it. And if you don't want to, don't do it. Oh, don't give us a bad rating. But just don't give, don't us, a rate bad, give us a bad one. We don't care. We just we, we we're not going to beg you. Uh, we've mentioned <laughs> we've mentioned our locals, and you know what locals is, and you know when I'm saying that that we have some 
paid content out there. So go check out our locals if you think it's if we think we're worth it, and if you want to support the podcast. But that's all we're going to say yeah. about it because this is not a show run by ads. This is a show run by content, and we hope you enjoy ours today. Next week we're going to get back into rookies a little bit. I we recently did uh, a four round mock draft with some of the guys from our various leagues, and we think the results are quite interesting. So we'll go back and revisit some of the rookies for this year's class, the 2022 class. Uh, we'll talk about who we like and who we don't like, and then we're going to go through the whole, the full results of the four-round mock draft and break down uh, each of these players as much as we can before knowing their individual landing spots. So it should make for an interesting discussion. As always... Nice pre-draft discussion. Yeah. 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 And the draft's coming up. Very soon. I'm going to get excited. You know you're bored when you're looking forward to the NFL draft. And we are. No, it's so exciting. I look forward to it every year. I know. Well, I mean, I'm sports bored because there's nothing on right now. So... (laughs) Baseball. Uh, yes. Oh gosh, put me to sleep. <laughs> this is we would never do a dynasty baseball league. Again, you know people do that. Yeah, I know. How? How? Uh, a lot. That's a lineup every even, single day. Even fantasy basketball or is not maybe as appealing to me, and way. I'm a basketball guy. Yeah. Like, I, it's just it's just not as fun. Yeah. If any of you are in fantasy baseball leagues, I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> as always. Yeah, have a good uh, yeah. week with your say, fantasy baseball. Yeah. I'll wrap it up now. Everybody, thanks for listening, and we hope you can join us next week. This has been Dynasty Domain. Dynasty Domain.